Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 Hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williams, and this is a Locked On NFL podcast. You know that by now. We talk every day. That's the way we roll. Um, but I told you this might be an odd week or two with me going to the Combine coming up, and we have a lot of teams I want to cover before free agency hits, which is coming earlier this year than usual. So I'm starting to get a little nervous. So... I did I prefer, I did a, the Seahawks podcast this afternoon or right around noon. It's around eight o'clock tonight, and I'm gonna do the Texans one. You know, and again, it might only be 15, 20 minutes, whatever, or maybe less. I don't know. Um, see how it rolls. But I want to get in the books, and I want to get it to you guys. Uh, I'm still working on a draft guest. That, that, we've had some wires crossed on that one. I don't know if that'll happen or not for Wednesday. This may be your Wednesday show. This might be your bonus prize. But I'm going to randomly throw some more podcasts at you guys than usual this week. So get used to listening to me in your ear holes there, and let's go from there. And, and let's talk about Houston. Big picture, Houston. Don't have a ton to spend, but they're not strapped. Okay, good. That's great. Vince Wilfork is a free agent. Could retire. That seems probable or not coming back, you know, something along those lines. Brian Cushing is expensive as inside linebackers go and is somewhat of a diminished player. And Bednarik McKinney's a pretty good player next to him. Finding linebackers isn't that hard. I bring him up because he's a potential cap hit for, or a cap cut for a reasonable chunk of money. Uh, the other name that's brought up too is Kareem Jackson. Or I'm sorry, no, Jonathan Joseph, an expensive corner. But with A.J. Bouye going to be a free agent, I don't know that you can move on from ja- from Joseph at this point. You know They put a lot of stress on their corners. They've had a good group of corners. They do get next year's first-round pick, Kevin Johnson, who I like a lot. And I thought he was impressive in his small showing last year as a rookie. Uh, he comes back. That's promising. And I think he'll probably vault till their number one corner spot, assuming Bouye is not around. Um, so right, let's just stay on defense then. You know, let's just... Play it that way and go and go backwards and then address the elephant in the room on offense behind center. So if you lose Will Fork, and I think you have to think about life without him. DJ Reader has some nose tackle cape. You know, he's certainly a nose tackle type. Uh, they drafted him for this purpose. Those guys don't play a ton of snaps. You're probably okay. But I'd still like him to sign another defensive lineman of interest. And of course... The best player on the planet, J.J. Watt, returns. Will he be the same? We don't know, but I bet he's damn good. <laughs> you know, and by all accounts, he's moving along pretty well. That makes so many problems go away. You know that Christian Covington's there, but I think you need another three hundred pounder to this mix. There just isn't a lot of names in front of me here. I'm looking at this depth chart and uh, Covington, and Antonio Smith, you know, Devin Smith and Antonio Smith, or Devin Still and Antonio Smith are both free agents and. Neither one's a difference maker. And I like Covington. I love Watt. I like Reader. But, you know, where's everybody else? You know, where are the other snaps going to come from? What happens when injury strikes? You know, you might need to add two. You know, a cheap free agent, a middle-of-the-road free agent, and a second-round pick. Something along those lines. 
Um, I love the Merciless Clowny pair. You're set there. That, that's fantastic. And you can play a lot of sets with only two defensive linemen and, you know, basically a four-man front. Great. Um, John Simon's a free agent, though. And this is a good football player that is kind of out of luck with where he landed. You know, I mean, he's there's just two better guys on the edge. He can do a lot of things for you, but... I would bet somebody would be pretty happy to bring him in that has a lot more cap space than the than the Texans. And so, therefore, maybe need a little depth there if he leaves. I do think you need to either cut Cushing and replace him or draft somebody to be his successor a year from now, something along those lines. Depth isn't great in their front seven overall is really what I'm getting at here. So I think that has to be something to kind of think about. But the starters are strong, led by J.J., of course. That's humongous. I think the safeties are good, not great. Uh, Demps is a free agent. I don't think he'll be super expensive. Maybe you want one more there. We kind of talked about the corners. I like Kareem Jackson. I really am excited about Johnson. I think Bouye is going to go away. I don't think you're going to uh, mess with Jonathan Joseph, who's pretty solid too. Or other way around. I always get Kareem Jackson and Jonathan Joseph mixed up for some dumb reason. But anyways... Um, I think Joseph probably stays, you know, there was some cap talk about him. I just don't think you can afford to do that with what you ask of your corners and Jackson will be there and with bells on, he'll be fine. So overall, I don't have many concerns about this defense. Maybe you find an inside linebacker, D line depth, safety wouldn't hurt reinforcements and depth across the board. Sure would be nice. But now the offense for the Houston Texans. Let's not forget that they used a bounty of draft picks and resources on this side of the ball to improve team speed. You know, Tyler Irvin, um, Braxton Miller, signed Lamar Miller. So there's talent here, you know, and, and not to mention... Nick Martin, their second-round pick, they got nothing from. I think he could be a center or a guard for them. You know, Mann's played center. I don't know that that's ideal. So, I look at the offensive line and think, quarterback aside, we'll get to that, that's their biggest need. I mean, finding a, a pure tackle would go a long way. I think Dwayne Brown has plenty left in the tank, but I don't trust Derek Newton. I can live with Allen, Martin, Ciafilo, Manns, that combination on the inside. Um, but like so many other teams, they could use a right tackle. Uh, high on their their need list should be offensive tackle in general. But you keep Newton in the meantime, so maybe the draft is the spot to find that guy and groom him. You know, if he isn't ready right away, you live with what you have. Plus the addition of Martin, who's like another rookie coming in. And you have at least the same group. It's not worse until your first-round pick, Martin, etc. Maybe you throw a fourth-round pick, whatever. Uh, they until they all improve and show some, you know, a big step forward for this group. I think Lamar Miller's fine. I'm not the biggest fan in the world. I really don't think he's a true workhorse, but they paid him to be. He's good. Um, if you were to get a guy on the cheap to beat out an Alfred Blue, fine. Uh, a big, heavy bruiser. I, I would look for a 230-plus pound back if I were to bring any in um, from the Texans, a closer, a pounder. You know, probably not the most fleet of foot, foot dude considering what you'd be willing to spend. Um, I still have hoped for Jalen Strong. 
I don't. Th- I'm not a big Will Fuller fan, but he disappeared. I think more because of the quarterback, and he's going to be very streaky. I mean, that's just who he is. I don't think he's going to be like he was the first month, where he was scoring touchdowns left and right. I've always said DeAndre Hopkins is slightly overrated, but he's still a really good player. Don't get me wrong. Braxton Miller's in the mix. I think he's going to be good too. Maybe Irvin becomes more of a receiving type back too. Gives you a dimension there. They like Fedorowicz a lot. That makes sense. Uh, Ryan Griffin is really the only offensive free agent of any that matters at all to these guys. He has some ability. You know, you watch him and, and, and he'll do some things to open your eyes. I mean, I, I think he's a potentially a quality player. He moves well and he has some some you know some difference making ability as a receiver. But if you lost him in a tight end heavy draft, so be it. You know, I think they'd like to play a lot of two tight end sets, though. So that's an area of importance for them. I don't think you can just ignore the number two tight end spot here either. That needs to be a guy that's going to play a lot of snaps. I'm not sure if that's Griffin or whom, but uh, it could be a draft pick. It could be a first round pick. I mean, that wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. Um, it could be a second day pick, though. But really, that's the only guy you'd lose from your offense. I'm sure you Texans fans would love to lose, you know, number 17, Mr. Osweiler. And I think you will a year from now. You know, I think you have one more year with him in the fold, making way more than he should. And it's a bad deal. It sucks. You, you did it. You're living with it. But you can get out after a year. So that side of it's fortunate. And I think you look at it and say, okay, he's here. Let's make the best of a bad situation. Let's coach him up. Let's see if he can show us anything. And I'm not saying he should be the starter. I mean, heaven forbid. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, I actually think Tom Savage is probably a better player than him right this minute. Um, But having Savage around gives you a little bit of capabilities too in that I think this is the most likely landing spot for Romo in that he wouldn't be expensive. And yeah, you'd have a ton tied up in the quarterback position for a year. Oh, well. And if Romo doesn't stay healthy, then you go to Osweiler Savage and, you know, you've won the division with worse guys. And that's okay, you know. Or at least Savage has some some upside that the, maybe he gets better as Romo holds down the fort and Osweiler's gone and Savage is your starter two years from now. Or use a third-round pick on a quarterback, too. Or more likely, you probably draft one next year. But I think you have to bring in a veteran. I'm not saying – I don't think – Using a first-round pick on a quarterback is a move. No, I think you need to bring in, if it's Jay Cutler. I mean, I think you need to bring in somebody that's won games at this level. Cutler might be ideal. I mean, I know no one wants to hear that, but he's not terrible. Um, Tyrod Taylor or Romo, to me, is the most likely. And you can't sit on your hands with these guys. You bite the bullet, Osweiler's around for a year. Maybe he shows you something in that time. Probably doesn't, and then you're on your way. You cut your losses, and so be it. But um, And then Savage is there for sort of a insurance plan, too, for both long-term and short-term, probably as a backup. Um, so I think that's where they're at. And all in all, that's not so awful. You know, I, I think that could still be a division-winning formula with J.J. coming back in a bad division, although I think the Titans will be vastly improved. But, I, you know, if, if they have Romo, I'm probably going to take the Texans to win the division. All right, that's going to do it. So, again, this was kind of just a little bonus prize, a little Texans recap. Get ahead of the game. I, I don't know if we'll have draft stuff Wednesday or not. Uh, I don't know if this will be the Wednesday show or if I'm going to do another one or what. But, like I said, we're going to be a 
kind of all over the place this week, but I'm going to get you plenty of content. That's a promise. All right, see ya. Spread the word. There hasn't been enough iTunes ratings lately or write-ups. Get on that. What the heck? Let's go. All right, over and out. Napa it takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17